Welcome to the Brownstoner podcast. I'm your host, Josh Schneps, publisher of Brownstoner. My guest today is Nicole Galluccio, real estate agent with Compass. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you for having me, Josh. We're all huge fans of your show. Our pleasure. So you've worked all over the borough from Bay Ridge to Prospect Lefferts Gardens to Brooklyn Heights. But you started your career in and settled in Carroll Gardens more than 20 years ago. And you describe it like Sesame Street. So could you elaborate on that for us? Sure. I feel like Carroll Gardens is like Sesame Street because you know all your neighbors. Carroll Gardens has this old world charm and this modern convenience that really makes it an idyllic place to raise families. I mean, I love that I can walk down the street and pop into a third generation Italian specialty shop like Caputo's and pick up something for dinner and then mosey on over to Mazzola's, a bakery that's been around longer than I've been alive, and then cap my night off with my friends at the new local brewery, like Other Half Brewery down the block. You know, my husband would be angry at me because I'd run out for a weekend errand and just pick up a container of milk, which would normally take 10 minutes. But for me, it could take an hour, an hour and a half, because every 10 feet, I'd stop by bumping into someone. You'd see your neighbors. I'd bump into one of the boys' teachers, families we know from the park. I'd I'd see a client, and we'd be discussing their search that's currently happening or how their home sale is going or a past client who'd want to fill me in on what their children are up to and how the new home renovation is going. You know, there's just an energy and a real sense of belonging in this neighborhood. People are inviting and warm, and I really love it. Well, I personally love Carroll Gardens, and it's very rare to have a small town feel in one of the biggest cities in the world. So I agree. So obviously, we're going through COVID right now. What impact have you seen from COVID, particularly on real estate, on the communities you serve and small businesses in Brooklyn? COVID is devastating all around. People are struggling to keep up with day-to-day activities. But I do love how the communities in Brooklyn have rallied around each other to support each other. I mean, during the lockdown, hearing the people on the place blocks belting out Sinatra's New York, New York at the seven o'clock clap to honor our essential workers every night was truly heartwarming. I mean, it was inspiring to watch. From a residential real estate perspective, I don't know. I mean, I initially felt like there was a lot of talk about a mass exodus from the borough. I mean, some people did leave. We needed to create strategic alliances with colleagues up in the Hudson Valley, out in New Jersey and Connecticut. We even had to expand the team to include someone out east to really service our clients. But loads of awesome people stayed and many more amazing people. They want to move here. I mean, we're as busy now as we have been in any robust market. I mean, the only real difference is we're walking around wearing masks, carrying antibacterial and Clorox wipes. But we still have bidding wars. I mean, our pricing is stable. I feel like the most affected Part of real estate has been the commercial real estate. Watching the closed storefronts has been quite sad. A lot of the mom and pop shops have not been able to make it. Although it is inspiring to see those that have been able to adapt and reinvent themselves in creative ways. Two local trainers from one of the gyms here that couldn't train indoors created a new company that they're now training people outdoors. They have boot camps out in the morning behind St. Mary's Church. 
and in the evenings after work behind St. Mary's Church. I mean, our local yoga studio, Prima, they're offering yoga in Carroll Park for people. And one of the local hair salons that I love, they struggled. They were closed all during lockdown. And when they opened up, they can only open up at a small capacity. They lost their lease. They couldn't afford their rent. So they got smart and they found a smaller space with a huge outdoors. And they're now servicing clients outdoors, which are making them safe and their clients safe. In order for landlords to survive this, they really should evaluate what they're charging in rent and possibly lower pricing to foster opportunities. I mean, maybe that's the silver lining here is that landlords will be forced to lower commercial rents and it will provide opportunity for the creative entrepreneurs to start businesses here. I mean, the vitality and charm of many of the Brooklyn neighborhoods was in part really created by the small innovative entrepreneurs and their beautiful storefronts. Well, I have to say, it's great to hear your positive perspective on the, the residential market. And it's critical for all of us to remember to support our neighborhood small businesses, particularly during COVID when they're, they're all struggling. Absolutely. You know, I love your background. You were an attorney before you switched careers. So why did you make that change and how did you get into real estate? I was recently married and I was living with my husband for the first time and I didn't know what a football widow was, but I became one. I would wander the neighborhood on Sundays. I would procure things that I wanted for dinner, pop into Espos on Court Street, grab some meat or up to fishtails. And I started going to open houses. I always had a love of architecture and appreciation of beautiful architecture. And our communities have such great architecture. And that's where I met I met Sal, Sal Cappy, Capazuka, the legend, the hero, the rock star of Carol Gardens Real Estate. And he invited me to an event he was hosting at the then just newly opened Marriott for Fillmore Real Estate a recruitment event. And I went and I never looked back. It was early October when I went and I stopped practicing law that Halloween. I'm coming up on my anniversary right now, actually, that I think about it. You know, I found that with my attorney background, it has really helped me be a better advocate for my clients. I really learned through law school how to negotiate and the importance of ethics, attention to detail, and really honed my research skills. Law school has given me the confidence to say, I don't know the answer but I'll get right back to you. And I always do. Well, it's great that you have that experience and what is one of the most important processes for you know buying and selling. And your team members also have interesting backgrounds in finance, law, construction, architecture, and the arts. So why would a potential client want to work with your team? Well, because we all live and work in the communities we serve. And we don't just sell real estate. We ultimately become the amazing resource for clients. We're constantly asked, every one of us on any given day, a question about any of the neighborhoods in Brooklyn, where to find this, where to find that. Someone wants to know, where do you send your children for athletics, sports? We send them to the 78th Precinct in Park Slope. They want to know, who does the best facial in all of Brooklyn? We send them to Brooklyn Arboreum in Windsor Terrace. Or where to find that? present for that hard to find mother-in-law or aunt who's coming to visit, we send them to Jill Lisney in Clinton Hill. We are constantly referring people from our tool belt, our contractors, our electricians, our plumbers, our cabinet makers, interior designers. I mean, all these people to transform your homes. We're a diverse team of hardworking, ethical people, and we come from different backgrounds. We're really all outside the box thinkers, which I think lends itself to helping our clients see opportunities that they might have not otherwise seen. You know, we're a full service team. And when you work with one of us, you get the benefit of working with all of us. Well, besides having diverse backgrounds, you and your team all work in a number of neighborhoods. Is there a neighborhood or neighborhoods you think listeners should keep an eye on and why? Absolutely. We are really bullish on Prospect Lefferts Gardens. 
I mean, we're so bullish. Two of our team members have put their money where their mouth is and have absolutely uh, recently purchased homes and renovated homes there and are making roots there. In a market where prices have been on the rise, PLG offers quintessential Brooklyn brownstones without the heftier price tags. They have beautiful green blocks and magnificent architecture, very similar to Brooklyn Heights and Park Slope. Cobble Hill, Prospect Heights. It's proximity to the park. I mean, it's so close to the botanical gardens and the zoo. They've got phenomenal commercial storefronts popping up all over the place. You know, Cinnamon Girl is one of the best vegan bakeries in Brooklyn. Greenlight Bookstores is there. It's really a neighborhood on the rise, one to watch for sure. I was just with my family yesterday in Prospect Park, and it is a true gem in the borough. Absolutely. So do you feel it's a good time to get into the market and what would you say to people who may be wondering if now is a good time to buy or sell in Brooklyn? Yes, <laughs> I'd say yes to both. I mean, I buyers, I, I think we just saw rates last week on someone's loan that were like two and a half percent. I mean, historic, historic lows and inventory. There's good inventory out there. Absolutely. I mean, and even for sellers, if you've decided now is the time you want to sell, we have tons of buyers coming and looking. Brooklyn has become a suburb of Manhattan. We have people coming off the train and out of their Ubers, starry-eyed when they get here. They come from the Upper West Side, the Upper East Side, Chelsea, Tribeca. And they come because we're, we're, we're a little bit cleaner, a little bit quieter, maybe a little bit friendlier. They just see how wonderful it is. Yeah, I think it's a great time to do both. And what about first-time home buyers? What's your best advice for them? I frequently tell them not to buy. And I think that's because the majority of first-time home buyers I've had the pleasure of dealing with are new to the borough. And it's the largest investment you're ever going to make in your life, or at least at this point in your life. And you really should get to know our communities. Our neighborhoods are so diverse and so different. We frequently end up helping our first-time buyers rent, get to know the neighborhoods, and then help them buy in the future. I mean, I frequently tell people, don't look at real estate. Go for a walk in Fort Greene Park. Meet your friends for cocktails in Billyburg. Have brunch in Ditmas. Try the neighborhoods on for size. And when you're ready, we're here. We will hold your hand from A to Z. We will help you find the right place. We will negotiate the best deal for you. We will get you through your contract period of your inspection and your appraisal, get you closed, and then celebrate. Well, I love that outlook. And, you know, honesty is what develop relationships. So I think, you know, you're telling people to get to know where you're going to buy is, is very good advice. Thank you. So I've been told that you love to cook and I've heard you enjoy eating in local restaurants. Who doesn't? And you love pizza in particular. So the tough question to you is, in your opinion, who makes the best pizza in Brooklyn? <laughs> I can't tell you that. I'd be banned from some of my favorite establishments if I named just one favorite. I mean, there's Luigi's and Vinny's and Roberta's and Tortono's and Patsy's and Pauly G's and Pizza Moto and Josepina's and House of Calzone, FNF Pizza, Spumoni Gardens. I, I'm so sorry, Josh. I just can't give you one. Nicole, you're very smart. You don't want to upset <laughs> anybody. And Brooklyn does have the best pizza in every single neighborhood, multiple places. So if there are pizza lovers, it's definitely a reason to move here. Absolutely. So what inspires you about Brooklyn? I mean, I'm Italian. People and food make a place for me. And Brooklyn is a microcosm of the world. It's so culturally diverse. It's a melting pot of food and culture, beautiful architecture, the progressive urban planning. I mean, it's been drawing creative people from around the world forever. 
it's really like a modern day Rome. I mean, New York City has been the center of the world for a long time. I mean, maybe that's changing for some of it now, but not for me. I mean, my grandparents came here over a hundred years ago off the boats and settled. I was born in this city. And more importantly, I came of age in Brooklyn. I went to law school here. I met my husband here. I was married here. I'm raising my kids here. I'm building a career here. I'll make my fortune here. I mean, Brooklyn is as much a part of me as anything. And I love it. Well, I have to tell you, those are all very good reasons to love the borough. Nicole, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been great to uh, to get to know you and hear your story. Thank you for having me. Please tune into the Brownstoner podcast at brownstoner.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.